This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. The hope for all followers of Jesus is that one day we will pass from this life into the next, and this new life will be in a place called heaven, a place that Jesus has been preparing for us for a long, long time. Today, Pastor Ryan Bibb, Pastor Josh Herma, myself, Pastor JB, will be talking about the reality of heaven. Here's Ryan, Josh, myself, with today's edition of Radiant Reflections. Welcome back to Radio Reflections. My name is Josh Harima, one of your hosts, joined once again by Pastor Ryan Bibb, my co-host. How are you, Ryan? I just got <laughs> Why did you start out that way? Uh, I don't remember. I think I was going to start to say something different, but then I thought, you know what, I could turn this into a welcome. Ah, okay, cool. So there. <laughs> no, side note. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. So I was just, I was, yeah, in transition there with my brain. Gotcha. But, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are in our Death and Dying series. Yay! Here on Rare Reflections. Uh, you, you think uh, you think our listeners are like, can we please get on to something more hopeful? <laughs> I don't know. Soon, I mean, soon. hey. We're almost done with it. We're again, with it. I, I want to I reiterate uh, 100% mortality rate. 100% mortality. So this is something that we're all going to have to uh, grapple with at some point mm-hmm. in time. So. Here we do. Uh, here we do. Here we do. Here we go. Uh, today, <laughs> it's been a long I'm morning really, for you. Already. I'm really tired. Okay, no, no. So full. This, like I've been up since three o'clock this morning. Like I got up and I could not fall back asleep. I am. I'm losing my mind a little bit here. Uh, so yeah. So we are going to very briefly. I mean, we're not going to do justice to this topic, uh, probably. But we're gonna we're gonna start to scratch the surface. Maybe get some people's wheels turning. Uh, Maybe I'll send in some questions and we'll do some more on this in the future. But today we are going to talk about heaven. Heaven. There, that's a little lighter side. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, So, and this is one that it's it's really interesting because we we had a while ago sent out a survey uh, and asked people what they think heaven would be like. And we'll, uh, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that here just uh, in a little bit. But uh, heaven. And I just totally lost my questions. I was scrolling and I lost them. So let me ask you: okay. <laughs> Most people think, uh, most people like the idea of heaven. Yes. Right. Um, You're turning the tables on me here. Whoa! Figure, what? Um, <laughs> but they seem to figure that they're getting in, right? Um, but Josh, I want you to be brutally honest here. Who gets into heaven? Those that have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's yep. game, game That's over. It. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> 100% true. Okay, but, but, and that is an interesting thing, right? You, you talk to people at a funeral, right? And regardless of whether or not this person, you know, had any sort of uh, faith, people use language like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to see him again. Like, oh, he's in a better place. And it's like, ah. Uh, you know, I mean, because we, we do know there is a, there's a criteria to enter into eternal life, right? John three sixteen. You know, even if you didn't grow up in church, you've you've probably heard this before, right? For God's love the world, says one only Son, whosoever believes in Him, there is a criteria that precedes the eternal life, and yeah. so yeah, I mean, when we're talking about heaven, this is not a, this is not a a 
everybody gets into this great afterlife kind of thing. Uh, you know, and in our, one of our next episodes, we'll talk about hell. Uh, you know, so, yeah, we, there are a couple of options here. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the preferred option today. But, uh, <laughs> the yeah, preferred option. That's the, good. The preferred option. But there's the narrative around. I mean, we've done enough funerals as pastors to sit there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we ask the family when you sit down with them is, tell me about, did they have faith? You know, tell it with a believer, you know, type thing. And you do. Sometimes you sit down to family and, and your heart breaks because they don't know. So they're like, I hope they're in heaven. Um, they were a good person. They were a decent human being. Like, it's, it's, so therefore, maybe they're in heaven. It's like, you hate in that moment, sit there. Here's reality. If they do not belong to Jesus Christ, they are not in heaven. Yeah. If they have not surrendered their life, confessed their sins, repented, and turned to God, they are not in heaven. And um, yeah, I think that's a narrative that we, we got to correct um, not just in the church world, but in the funeral realm as your loved one may have passed away and you don't know. Like, there's reality. Scripture jumps out. It's very clear who belongs in heaven. Um, and it's those who belong to Jesus Christ. Yep, yep. And it gets back to, you know, in our in our you know, bad ideas about death, you know, it's, it's trying to come into a, a, a good understanding of death and recognize the weight of death death like uh no it isn't like everybody gets in (laughs) uh there's you know there's teeth in a sense behind you know the the push you know we talk to people about reaching other people for jesus that isn't just because we want to grow a bigger church right that isn't just because you know hey it looks cool to say all these people you know got saved right it's because there really is an eternity and we really will spend eternity uh either with jesus or without him. And I think when we understand the weight and gravity of that, we'll understand evangelism better. Yeah. And we will have a passion for reaching lost people, not just in their community, but honestly within our own friends group and our own family. Because we realize there is separation. Either I will be with God forever or there will be a separation forever. And by golly, I want everyone that I come into contact to know, which we know the heart of God is, to know who he is. Yeah, it's good. So where is heaven? Right? We talk about heaven as, Dude, a, as it's if it's a place. It's not on questions. there. I know. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, it, that's my fault. I should have had that one on there. Uh, no, we've talked about that. Before, yeah, because we talk about it as if it's yeah. a place, right? And, yeah. and we, we have this idea, right? We even use <clears throat> directional language. It's like, oh, they're up in heaven. And we, we have like, well, now you're down in hell and up in heaven, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. where is heaven? That's a good question. It's in South Bend. <laughs> <laughs> the golden, golden dome. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I will, <laughs> I, I, here's, why do we say up first and foremost, right? So many times you, you read in Scripture, biblical characters, Jesus, um, you know, it says, they looked up to the heavens, which is another interesting topic. It's plural. Why do they say heavens, not heaven? Well, you I mean, know? and Paul, so, Paul references in one of the Corinthian letters, uh, he references the guy caught up to the third heaven. You know, yeah, I mean, so yep. a, yeah. Uh, and so you have to really understand when he's talking third heaven, um, there's great infographics on understanding the Jewish thought behind 
the heavens and the earth and hell and just all that stuff to better understand what in the world is a third heaven. There may be viewers and listeners sit there and go, I didn't even know the Bible talked about a third heaven. So do you want to give us like the 30 second, the 30 second I, flyover? I, unless you guys can. I, we did it in our, um, my, my men's discipleship group a month ago we read that letter oh, that and we talked about it and I unpacked it I'll be honest sitting here my mind can't <laughs> sit well I didn't I didn't pre- I didn't pre- I didn't prepare you for that question at all no. so that's that's on me oh um, that's fine but you have but that. I mean, you I mean, the, heavens, is, you know, the says, heavens is like I mean the yeah. sky yeah I mean I mean yeah, we look up, you've, you've got the, the sky you know you've got the atmosphere yeah you know we have a lot more scientific terms for um our our world and the layers today than they had type thing so yes you're right like the the first heaven would be what we we would see is our atmosphere the the clouds the sky um those things the stars was was another layer of the heavens um so yeah we just obviously have a lot more science and knowledge today than we did but you know we also have in god's scripture that the the heavens opened we know like for instance, Jesus' baptism is that the heavens opened, the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in the water there in the Jordan River. So there's a lot of references to this idea of up. Um, so I think that's where we get a lot of our idea from the up, upness, if you will, of heaven. Uh, but you go back to the garden back in Genesis chapter 1, go back to creation. I mean, the Garden of Eden was heaven on earth. Mm. It, it was heaven. It was perfect harmony with creation, with ourselves, with each other, and with God. That's what heaven was. And so there's a lot of interesting studies on that and understanding, okay, was it up in a sense? It was here on earth, but was like the Garden of Eden on a mountain? Um, and there's a lot well, of it, I mean, Jewish and that's, theology in that and that's, understanding. And We've referenced the Bible Project here before as a resource if you want to do a deep, deeper dive into some of the stuff. Um, I mean, and they, I think that's their... That's their view, I think. They, they make the case that it would have been on a mountain. and Yeah, yeah. I was on one of my runs probably a month ago. And on my runs, I listened to podcasts, not music. And that whole, um, that whole time I was listening on that podcast, this pastor of a church that I listened to, that's what he was talking about, of getting really into the Hebrew words of all that. And his, his point of view was also that. that. Garden of Eden was probably on top of a mountain and understanding all that. But it's just, yeah, I think that's where a lot of it stems for is just this up idea. Um, well, and, and so let's... And he ascended, ascended, which also refers to an upward motion. But you, you talk about, you know, heaven, you know, this idea of, you know, the Garden of Eden. Um, is, is heaven, you know, if you look at all of Scripture, is heaven our ultimate goal as those who follow jesus is heaven our our ultimate goal or yes have and have no. we have we uh approached that maybe slightly out of yes yes and no um because and i and let me let me say it. yes obviously we know for all eternity we're in heaven or hell and obviously God's desire is for us to be with him. So that is an ultimate goal is to be with our creator for all eternity. But the danger is we live into that motion where we forget that we are all created humans. And what is our purpose here on earth? That is what we're to live for. And it's to bring and help 
usher in God's kingdom here and now and to help people enter into a relationship with Jesus to grow deeper. So we cannot forget we're created humans, not angels. Because a lot of people constantly say, well, heaven's my home. I can't wait to get there. You are correct when you say that. But you're not created as an angel where that is all your home. You're created as a human being. For right now, your home is here. And so I never want us to lose sight of eternity in heaven. But I think sometimes believers can get so focused there that we forget our mission here. I am created human and I have a mission here in my, if you will, my temporal home, my temporary home before my eternal home. I can't lose sight of that. Well, and, and even then, you know, uh, maybe we think of heaven as this eternal spiritual state, right? But if you look at scripture, you know, Revelation, you know, you, you talks about a new heaven and a new earth. You know, uh, Paul talks about, you know, a physical resurrection. You know, we won't exist in eternity as disembodied spirits. You know, you, you talk about how we were created with a physical body, in the same way, Scripture seems to point to this idea that you know there will come a point where we will be reunited with a physical body in eternity. Um, you know, again, and then you know this idea of the new heaven, the new earth. Um, yeah, so so and so that would be another way to take it is you know is heaven our ultimate goal or will we be on the new earth? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot we don't know. Revelation is not a uh, you know, an easily digestible. Uh, letter. We were talking about that a little bit uh, with a couple of people yesterday. <laughs> I love the armored grasshoppers, though. That's just bonus, you know. Side note: just gotta throw that out there. So, <laughs> so what do we actually know about heaven? You know, if you look through scripture, I mean, because there's not a ton in scripture. There is saying, hey, you know what? It's going to be like this. You know, there's going to be karaoke every other Wednesday. There's going to be, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, I mean, we don't have a lot of that. I mean, in fact, you could say they, they almost talk about hell more uh, than they do about, you know, about heaven. So what do we know about heaven and what it will be like? Uh, here's what we for sure know. All right. I like, I like what we for heaven sure Heaven is where the very presence of God dwells. <laughs> that is the dwelling place of God. We for sure know that. Now, there are a lot of references in the book of Revelation. Again, uh, the author being John, he's getting a, um, he's giving a, a, a revelation, a vision, if you will, from God about heaven, uh, or at least part of the end of things. And in it, he refers to Revelation, I think it's Revelation 21, 21. When, um, when he talks about the gates being made of pearls, the streets of gold, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's heaven then. Um, is heaven literally streets of gold? I mean, you hear that all the time, right? Like heaven. It, uh, so a lot of people sit there and go, well, that, that's also what we know then. There are pearly gates. There are streets of gold. Um, crystal that, sea, crystal even, sea, even that old hymn, like, like all right. <laughs> so part of my lens is okay. For sure, what do we know? It's the dwelling place of God. God is there. We absolutely know that. Like that's home. Okay, are there really streets of gold? <laughs> um, maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe John was writing again. Yeah, that's his descriptive word of what the vision he was seeing was like, it's like gold. Because what's interesting, he says it's streets of gold that are transparent. Mm. Um, I mean, God's God. God can make gold transparent. I don't see gold transparent here on earth. I see a very refined whatever what we see. But I, I don't know. Maybe there's streets of gold. Maybe it's not. Maybe John's using very descriptive words to explain what in the world he's seen. Um, are the gates of heaven? Is that does that mean there's fencing all around heaven, right? And there's gates, and it's actually made of pearls from the like. I don't know. Maybe that's the description. John I mean, if they're using, if that's not real, all the jokes about Saint Peter standing at the pearly gates and you know letting people in and not letting people in, like they're uh, they're they're all off. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. If I was pinned down and cornered, is there streets of gold? I don't know. Maybe it'd be cool if there is. Then guess what? I'm. Here's the thing. I'm not going to care when I'm in heaven, right? Because I know heaven is God's home. Heaven is a permanent home filled with his presence, his peace, and we are actually experiencing for the first time true shalom, true wholeness. And I don't think I'm going to care if this street is gold or not. (laughs) I'm in the presence of God. This is just awesome type thing. No. Do you know anything else about heaven? No, I mean, well, I mean, so I want to, I want to, I want to, I'll explore a few more things on that topic um, related to what it might be like. What do you think we'll do in heaven? Right. I remember as a kid, right. I had two lines of thinking, right. I mean, this, this was, you know, a lot of years ago, but the one line of thinking is, man, if all we're going to do is sit there and sing like boring, <laughs> you know? but then my other line of thought is, I wonder if I can fly. And then, cause you know, as a kid, you know, you play backyard baseball. Yeah, I always remember thinking, yeah. man, in heaven, if we play baseball and I'm going to be able to fly, like I will catch every ball that is hit to right field. You know, I don't know. Those were my uh, <laughs> those were my childhood uh, thoughts on on heaven. But then I, you know, you look at like, let's go back to the Garden of Eden. Yeah, Garden of Eden prior to the fall, prior to sin, right? What is humanity doing? Working. They're working. Right, there are people that think that work is a, a you know, residual effect of sin. However, that isn't the case. Uh, do you think that we will work in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, I think there'll be some some things. Absolutely. Um, exactly what I don't know. I don't think we got enough biblical evidence to scripture to support exactly. But yeah, I think I don't think we're gonna sit there. And now we have wings and we're strumming the harp and singing songs the entire time, right? Like, we will be worshiping God by what we're doing. And it's a lifestyle. We say here, I mean, the problem is we use worship. And when we say worship, the problem in, in, in our faith today is that we only, we relate that to just singing. And we, we're supposed to live a lifestyle of worship. It's everything that we do brings honor and glory to God. What, what we do, the way we work, all that. I think there's going to be stuff for us to do. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Now, the problem is when we hear work, we hear exhaustion. We hear tiredness. We hear those things, and you're not going to experience right. those things. Those are the effects of sin when yes. it comes to work as a result yeah. of, of, again, of sin in the fall. But, hey, I mean, I hope, I, hope there's a basket, I hope there's several thousands of basketball courts that I, I want to go play, you know, Jonah. No, I actually want to play Peter. <laughs> you think Jonah can play basketball? What are you talking about? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to play Zacchaeus. I'm going to play <laughs> a smaller person. Be, well, dude, hey, well, no, who was it? Who was it in the 90s? High. 
Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, he could yeah. dunk a tennis ball, right? Yeah. He was only like 5'3". Yeah, he was a little. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be fine. I just, yeah. I, I know this. It won't be nothing like what we experience here because our experience here is broken. It's, we, we have the effects of sin here. We will not in heaven. And another thing we know in heaven, there's no mourning. There's no weeping. There's no pain. There's no suffering, disease, sickness. It is perfect shalom. No, it's good. And I think that is something here. Here as we walk earth and journey with Jesus, that that is something to look forward to. It is. Absolutely it is. Well, that's good. I do want to, I want to read a couple of, uh, again, we, we did this survey just getting people's thoughts on what uh, heaven would be like and what hell would be like. Uh, regarding heaven, uh, somebody said worship 24-7. Relief, uh, a gorgeous place, uh, no idea. <laughs> I like the honesty there. Uh, bright, beautiful, joyful, absolute peace, like the most beautiful garden with animals all over. Oh, pause, animals all over. I'm, now I'm going to offend viewers <laughs> and listeners. I know your question, and I will offend some. I know, and this is one, we've had this, we've had this. Oh, wait, hang on, somebody's, <laughs> I love this. Someone, uh, before we get to the, back to the animals, somebody says, Pearly Gates, Gold Streets, big table with lots and lots of food. They quote the Newsboys, although I would, as a, as a child of the 90s who <laughs> listened to contemporary Christian music, that was audio adrenaline. Big house. It's a big, big house. With lots and lots, lots of food. Week. Big, big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we can pl- play football. Um, yeah, that was audio it's adrenaline, not Newsboys. I'm sorry to crush your dreams. Newsboys, uh, totally different band. Totally different band. So, anyways, no, animals. Good. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I have, you know, a couple of years back, my dog died. <laughs> JB, are you covering your ears? Okay. <laughs> no, I, 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 let's just say what we need to say about this issue. We know the truth of it. <laughs> you are on the right track. So, my, my dog died a few years ago. Um, Maggie is a great dog. We had her for 10 years. Uh, will Maggie be in heaven? Okay. My answer, No. Your pets aren't going to be in heaven. Now, would I take the hardest stance in the world on that? I would take a pretty hard stance because what do we, how do you get to heaven? By confessing your sins, repenting, and putting your faith and trust into Jesus. Unless Maggie, you know, did that. No. The angels didn't do that. But the angels were created to be angels in the heavenly realms. Our pets are. It's a nice thing to deal with death. Now, could God actually surprise us in your favorite pet be in heaven? No, but sure, God, God's God. He could do that. But there's no way our pets are in heaven. There, there are created animals in heaven. But as much as you loved your dog Maggie, I hate to break it to you. I really do not think Maggie's in heaven. All right, JB, I think, uh, do you, what do you want I, I to say? I couldn't disagree this? more. <laughs> all right, this I is think good. all the animals are in heaven uh, except the bad ones. Cats. Uh, cats is specifically <laughs> cats. Dumb. Stop. <laughs> it all comes down to. Hey, no, you, you look through scripture. You look through, I think I brought this up before on the podcast, right? The number of, ref, I don't know, 40 some references to dogs in scripture and zero references to cats outside of like lions, which are like. Cats. Real cats. Yeah, but you got to realize, too, dogs in the ancient world were not pets like today. No, I know. So we also have to realize that correlation. But, okay. But, yeah. JB, do you want to, like, make a case for your 
Uh, no, there. it is completely emotionally driven. <laughs> no data whatsoever. Those who know me, I have a dog named Ruby who I love in my heart. And in her dog heart, she loves me. I know she does. I can see it in her eyes. Um, we have another dog. Okay, so is, is Ollie going to be in heaven? No. <laughs> no, he is a cavernous huh. dark hole of satanic power. <laughs> oh, Jeez, wow. That's pretty. He, he's that's, cousins. Uh, him, and, him and our cat, so Jerry, close to a cat, they, are, right? they perform satanic sacrifices. I know they do. <laughs> wow. You find, little, you find little headless birds laying around the yard. Well, like, that actually, yes. Jerry will bring cats to the back door and crunch the skulls right by the patio door. He, he is... He's a That's savage vicious. dude. That is vicious. <laughs> no offense to those that have dearly was hoping the entire time, right? That because we, we realize our affection towards our pets, it's real. And maybe it's just a, a little bit of offense if you're a cat person. But Ryan's <laughs> point, I'm kidding. Not. I'm kidding. You know, Ryan's point earlier is 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 really Grand Central Station. I don't really think we're gonna care. Yeah. Whether our pets or or anything, I mean, the presence of God is. Right, we're we're that's that's us that's right it. now putting putting stock in the things that make us happy here on earth, making us happy in eternity, and that you know ultimately it's anthropomorphism. The, the, the thing that will make us happy now and in eternity is Jesus. Yeah. I mean, every every yeah. deep hunger and longing you have here on earth will be filled in the presence of God because we're in His presence. All right. Um, as we're, we're nearing the end of our time here, um, what do we do with all these? All, I say all these. I mean, there have been a handful over the last decade, maybe. You know, these accounts of people, and I think in most cases they've been kids, they die, quote unquote. I'll use air quotes because I'm a cynic. Um, I'll tip my hat to my position right there. Um, they die and then come back and they're talking about heaven. Uh, I mean, first of all, like, what's your opinion with that? And then what do we, what kind of, uh, objective criteria can we use to, uh, weigh those against? Uh, well, with everything like that, you take it, what they say, and you take it to scripture. You have to test the spirit behind it. Um, I'll be honest, I don't feel like I have enough knowledge to truly get in here. I just think sometimes it can be very dangerous if you take it as scriptural from their experiences. Right. Oh, this kid saw blah, blah, blah. Like, that must be in heaven. Uh. I mean, I, th I, I think you can read it with intrigue, intriguedness, but again, you bring everything in light of view of scripture. Um, but I, could God allow those situations to happen? I, yeah, I mean, God could. Um, but I, I also know this. I also know when you're under great sedation and pain and surgery, like, there can be wacky doodle things happening as well that you can sit and come out of it and be like, oh, yeah, I totally had a visit to heaven. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, man, I experienced a glimpse of hell. Like, I saw, like... Well, yeah, because okay, there, there has been at least one of those where they came back and said they saw, you know, they saw hell. That they experienced in hell. Um, you know, could these honestly just be dreams and visions too? Yeah, because of the drugs and sedation. But could God have really put that in there and allowed them to experience? I'm not going to say that's not outside the realm of possibilities, but I don't know why he would. But um, I would take it all to Scripture. Don't, please don't read those books, those blogs as 
scriptural, like, this is it, this is the case, this is actually what heaven looks like or this looks like type thing. Uh, we need to turn to God's word that was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And that's where we stand on heaven and hell is what God's word says. Well, and that's right. I'm looking for the verse right now. You know, we referenced it earlier, you know, when, when Paul talks about, um, you know, this guy being caught up in the third heaven. Da, 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 da. I mean, and, and here's where, and so if, let's say if, if this is a, a, if the third heaven is what we would consider, like what we mean when we say heaven, yeah. right? Paul says this is in uh, 2 Corinthians 12, uh, starting verse 2. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I don't know. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do not know. But I, I'm sorry. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise. Again, another reference to, to make it seem like this is the heaven. And heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. If he was brought to heaven and Paul who's forming churches, writing most of what we have as the New Testament, says, I saw it, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. I don't, that makes, I mean, that's one of the things that adds, I think, a, a, an extra dose of cynicism to me. Like, okay, like, Paul wasn't allowed. And now, granted, maybe God, I mean, he gives people different, whatever. Gives them permission to do whatever. I would, I just, I lean very heavily on the cynical side towards sure. all those things. Well, I just, but, you just do it with caution. Yeah. JB, what did you uh, like I think, you know, Ryan, you, you hit the key word there is the why. Why would God do that? And then the next question is, what is the fruit of these experiences that we hear people talk about? You know, if I, if I have someone who says they had a near-death experience and they went to heaven and they come back, you know, a twin of Billy Graham and they're telling everyone and their mother about Jesus, confession, repentance, you need to be saved— I might be more apt, but most of the time they come back and they say, you know, I saw this bright light and I heard a voice say that all of these different ways are ways that you can get to heaven. It's, it's actually a false gospel that you hear uh, connected with those experiences many times. And so the fruit of the experience, yeah. the yeah. fruit is really the, that's the only barometer we have as Christians. Yeah. You know, no one's ever been to heaven. You, no one's died, you know. You think about Hebrews, it's pointed at a man once to die, and then the judgment. Uh, you talk about Lazarus, if, uh, or the man calling out to Father Abraham in, in Luke 16, dip your finger. No. David, when his son that he, that he had with Bathsheba, what did David say? I can't go to him. He can't come to me, but I will go to him. So there's, there's text all the way through the scriptures kind of say, when you die, you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, I'm looking at a time and we're yeah, about wrapping it up. up here. Um, any further or any final thoughts for this episode on no, heaven? No, just that. We, I mean, there's there's some things about heaven. Just we don't have a, a deep ton in scripture exactly, but it's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be awesome. Every deep hunger, longing filled in the presence of God. When yeah, yeah. And as you as you think through your view of heaven, uh, take some time to actually evaluate what is that formed by. Is it formed by movies? You know, how many, how many things have you picked up on your view of heaven from the media, from reading books that might have be well-intentioned, but if they're not rooted in scripture, I, I wouldn't go based on a, <laughs> based on a doctrine 
uh, of heaven on those things. So, uh, but then really lastly at the, at the front end of this, we'll bookend it. The only way we enter into eternity with God is through Jesus Christ, through putting our faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. If that's something that you haven't done, but you're interested in doing that, I want to encourage you to reach out to us. You can email us podcast at the radiant life dot church. That's podcast at the radiant life dot church. We would love to have that conversation with you uh, to talk you through what it looks like to enter into that relationship with Jesus. But thank you for joining us for this episode of Radiant Reflections. We'd love it if you would like, share, rate, review, subscribe, throw this on your social media, share it with your friends. Uh, we, we pray and hope that this is a blessing to you uh, and that it could also be a blessing to those in your sphere of influence as well. And we will see you next time for Radiant Reflections. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections. Radiant Reflections.